Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hour number three of the Get Right. Revenge of KG on 105. Three the fan. NFL Week 6 bowl predictions on tap on your home of the Cowboys. And Texas Rangers is 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Anatula. Correct. Ross and Chris holding it down for you here on your Turn It On, Leave It On station. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app, the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. If you want to get in on the conversation coming up in 17 minutes, our college football aficionado, super Oklahoma Sooner fan, Carter Freeman going to be joining us live in the studio to get you ready for uh, some huge college football action, including the biggest one this weekend in the Pac-12, the disintegrating Pac-12 uh, between Washington and Oregon this Not weekend. disintegrating when it comes to play this year. Not this year. It's funny that the Pac-12 will be like, you know what? We're going to have one of the, probably the best conference in football uh, this year as we get ready to destroy ourselves uh, on the way out the door. Well, I mean, they weren't falling apart because of play necessarily. They were falling apart because of mismanagement and inability to get the appropriate mm-hmm. the appropriate money. As it's a, just a reminder that college football and a lot of college sports are actually professional. It's a money grab. Congratulations, big old money grab. Carter Freeman going to be joining us uh, coming up here in 16 minutes. But before we get there, big weekend of NFL action. We laid out the schedule last segment when we went around the National Football League. Some intriguing games this weekend. Highlighted, of course, on Monday Night Football between your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers as the Cowboys look to bounce back after their historic beatdown at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers. But we'll see what kind of uh, bold predictions that uh, we have on the truckred.com text line. 877-81-1053. Let us know your bowl predictions going into For week six, week friends. Six. Some some of you guys are giving bowl predictions for the entirety of the season. We appreciate you interacting interacting rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is for this week. Let's 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 keep it kind of specific because our friends at CBS Sports mm-hmm. and our friends at NFL.com kept it real specific. Okay. Uh so how how do you want to go here? Where do you want to start? Do we want to start personally with our bold predictions and then get into what they got? You want to you want to tap into what we've got on the text line here? I got a bold prediction. Oh, all right, KG, start us off. Uh I'm going to start with that uh 49er Cleveland Brown game. Uh okay. 49ers win that game by two touchdowns. Uh the line is six and a half. I'm going to say that the 49ers win that game by at least two touchdowns. And it's not going to be particularly close. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you got two touchdowns, we're not really talking yeah. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, look. Actually, let me be more bold. They win by three touchdowns. Okay, I was going to say, look. They I didn't win want, by three I touchdowns. Want, I felt the energy. I felt it. I Don't worry about it. I didn't want to defecate on your I got pick, you. but then I, got I, you. I remembered they yeah. got P.J. Walker out there, and I, you yep. know, shout out to shout out to the diminutive fellow himself. Yeah, that's right. But, um, yeah, that's. Yeah, three touchdowns. Yeah. 
49 is going to dominate this weekend. That's my bold prediction. They went by three touchdowns. I like it. Uh, let me get my bold prediction for week six out before we go to the text line again. Mm-hmm. 877-881-1053. Um, this week, the New England Patriots are traveling to Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. The and Josh McDaniels Bowl. That's right. And if you, if you are unfamiliar, the Patriots... Um, f- veering far away from the, the team of the late aughts and the the, t- the tens or the teens or whatever right. of the decade, um, they have not scored a touchdown in what like three weeks, something like that, two three weeks. Uh, yeah, that's uh, scored a combined three points the last two weeks. Um, I think that they don't just score one touchdown; they score two touchdowns this week against the Las Vegas Raiders. Do you know what you're asking for? I do against Max Crosby. Supposed that's be, like trying to get you to go to the fair. Supposed to be bold, ain't it? Wow. Yeah, that's very bold. Oh, boy. Two touchdowns? Two touchdowns. Who throws them? Well, they don't often be in the air. I'm going to say, but who throws the touchdowns if they throw Oh, you think like Kendrick Bourne going to throw a reverse or something? Could you, you think it's Mac Jones at this point? <laughs> I got more confidence that Kendrick Bourne will throw a touchdown before wow. Mac Jones does at this point. Well, I think Mac Hell, Jones. Bill Belichick th- might feel that way at this wow. point. I think Mac Jones will throw a touchdown. Don't do that to them. All right. So we got our boldness off. And uh, you can let us know if we're crazy again on the text line. Uh, but we go to your bold predictions from the 214. I love this one. The Miami Dolphins will score 60 points this week as they're facing off against the, uh, the Carolina Panthers at home at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. And I have to correct myself because they were asking me where did I get the line from. I got it from ESPN because ESPN had the the lines for the uh, 49ers-Browns game and the spread that they had was 6.5. Oh, it's moved to 9.5 on on uh, another ESPN site. Okay, yeah, so yeah. so it's up to almost 10? Yeah. Oh, boy, because I see a couple of people saying that the line has moved up to 10 uh, from two separate 940. So, oh, boy. Um, the Dolphins scoring 60 points this week. Who did the Dolphins play? Oh, that's right. The Carolina Panthers. You might be shorting them about 10 points. Well, isn't A-Chan out of, out of pocket for them here? And I know they still got Raheem Mostert. That is very true. Um, Who else? Did, I feel like they have someone else that is unavailable. Well, Teron Armstead's out there with, you go. The, with the knee injury. He's on IR right now, right now for them. Yeah, oh, 60 points. That That's a bold prediction. That's a lot. No. You want them to put another team entirely in the dirt? <laughs> I feel like the NFL league office got to send something Carolina's a good candidate for it. They're a good candidate for it. Yeah, you got to send them a, a, a memo of some sort like, hey, man. Yeah, that might be a little too bold, but I, get, I mean, that's what it is. That's it's, the point. It's, it's a bold prediction. Look, man, we're not going to come around, come back around on the back end and get mad at you, so might as well go bolder. Yeah, right? why not? Why not? Oh, that game's in Miami, too? Yep. Yeah, dog. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, let's see anything else that you're liking here from the bowl predictions. Uh, we got you. You just out here picking. I see you. They say the Colts are beating the Jags, the Bears will beat the Vikings, and the Jets beating the Eagles. Okay, that, that, there, there's the I was like, where's the bold? Jets beating the Eagles. I see what you got. I see what you got there. Oh, here we go, 940. My bold prediction is the Bucks will upset the Lions. The Bucks defense is real and going to cause a lot of problems for Jared Goff. Okay. On Sunday. I like that. I like that pick. That's probably the most intriguing game for me this week is the Bucks and the uh, the Lions. All right, so let's get to some of the predictions from our friends at CBS Sports and NFL.com. Um one of our friends, uh Michelle Magduzik, Magzukic. I can't say her name. Oh, I she apologize. covers Buffalo. I apologize to her I because I, I butchered the hell out. No, she does cover Buffalo. Okay. I butchered the hell out of her name. So That's sincerest right. apologies to her. Um, but she does let us know that she believes Josh Allen will post eight touchdowns against the Giants, breaking the NFL record for 
most scores in a single game. Wait, that Josh Allen will have eight, eight total the, touchdowns? Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, but eight touchdowns against the Daniel Jones list and pretty much everybody else list <laughs> New York Giants. Um, that I mean, that's hella bold. <laughs> eight, eight touchdowns for Josh Allen. I mean, I could see six. I, I think six is a very realistic number for them. That game is going to be so bad. That game is going to be horrendous. Uh, I, yeah, I probably got the Buffalo Bills winning by probably four touchdowns in that game. Sorry, he needs to throw eight, or he needs to have eight of them. I'm gonna say, I mean, that's that's bold. But I'm gonna say he gets six. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with six, which is still a lot. Let's bounce it over to All our right. our friends at CBS Sports. Okay, uh, Grant Podol. Uh, or again, might have been pronouncing that man's name wrong. There are just a whole That's bunch right. of probable mispronunciations. Apologies to all people involved. I don't mean any disrespect, but apparently Lamar Jackson would mean disrespect by throwing three plus touchdown TDs for the first time in more than a year as the Ravens will take on the Titans in London. That's what he says. Three plus passing touchdowns, which to be fair, he should have had that last week against Pittsburgh. Yeah, Except his dudes were just dropping footballs and they managed to lose that game somehow. It's been a year since he's thrown at least three touchdowns in a game. Yeah, man. It's kind of crazy, ain't it? I mean, he's on pace, you know, for some really, really good numbers in this time sure. and offense yeah. so far. My thing is for that game is I feel like the first quarter, those two teams are going to be sleepwalking. That first quarter might be kind of ugly. So it may be a quarter or so before both those teams get going offensively to where I find that kind of tough that uh, Lamar Jackson throws for three touchdowns in that game. Against what well, they're playing, the Tennessee Titans, correct? Yep. Yeah. I don't think that one happens. All right. If I think that's going to be a little bit of a slog of a football game, to be honest with you. Mark Ross of NFL.com has okay. a slightly different Lamar Jackson prediction. He says okay. Lamar Jackson records his first 300-yard passing game since week two of last season. And rookies A Flowers post 100 yard receiving. Well, they just must yeah. think that the Tennessee Titans passed. Yeah, they, this is, is wild, respectful. Everybody's yeah. like, "Yo, the Titans, the Mark, <laughs> go get <laughs> all, them, all of them, all of them." <laughs> Jeez. Um, okay, we'll see. I mean, that's a bold prediction, but I think that's going to be a little bit of an ugly football game, honestly. Okay, but, so you're not you're not feeling that one. I'm not feeling like a bridge not, too far. Yeah, that's a little. <laughs> I see what you did there. That was good. What the games in London? Oh, you thought that was a London Bridge reference? Oh, it wasn't. Oh. N- not intentionally. My bad. I mean, I'll take the credit yeah, if you're was, willing to give good, it. Though. All right, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> how about Joel Smith or Smythe of NFL.com? Again, just mispronouncing everybody's name. I that's, apologize. That's uh, cool. But he he's feeling like Joe Burrow is back, which you know what? Woo! Might could be. He might be. I saw him I saw him do a little running. I was like, oh, maybe that calf is feeling yeah. better. <laughs> or he's just blocking out the pain. <laughs> So, you know, he's talking about how, you know, the Seahawks ranked dead last versus fantasy wideouts. So, Uh-oh. Jamar Chase, Uh-oh. they finally started feeding him. Uh-oh. 400-plus yards for Joe Burrow is what he says. I like it. Oh, you with that? I like it. You're on that one? I didn't realize the secondary for Seattle was that bad. When it comes to fantasy yeah. wideouts? Uh, yeah, oh, man. boy. Yeah. And uh, Jamar Chase looked like the Jamar Chase of old last week. Him and Burrow and that hookup uh, looked real, real good. For Cincinnati last week, I think they might be finding their stride. And if they're going to be going up against that kind of a secondary in uh, Seattle, I like that prediction there. Joe Burrow going for 400. Is that is that what we're doing? 400 is the prediction. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No Jamal Adams again. 
Oh no, is he back? Oh, he's gonna be back. Um, Does that make you feel better? Not really. Oh, okay. Because he's. I just that was a sincere he's horrendous question. in past coverage, so that doesn't necessarily make me feel better. Shout out to Jeremy Bittner on the YouTube who says, "Oh yes, I will be waking up early on Sunday for that game in London." Shout out to you, you sick person, <laughs> but in a good way, I think. Oh wow! I- kind of Ross. What's the rate? What's the what's the uh? You know what's the ruling there? If it's like if he's here in the Central Time Zone, okay. If he were like California time, I would be like, brother, you need to get some help. Well, I mean, <laughs> stop it. He's, he's, he's got a Texas flag in his Abbey on YouTube, so I'm assuming he's in fact Texas. Shout out to Jeremy Bittner on it's, the YouTube. It's definitely teetering though. <laughs> I had to remind myself of the numbers from Joe Burrow from last week. My man went 36 of 46 for 317 for three touchdowns right. and a QB rating of 108. Yeah, he was cooking last week. Hooping. And Chase, what did he have? He went for, oh, that's right, 15 catches for a buck 92 and three touchdowns. He was like, oh, you want the ball, huh? We can do that. No, 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 don't worry about that. We can get that. Ain't no problem. We can do that. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Uh, Speaking of throwing the ball around, Uh who's been the best rookie quarterback thus far this season? That'd be C.J. Stroud in Houston. And what's been the outstanding stat that he's been holding on to? He likes to protect the football. No turnovers. So Not far. a single interception. Yeah. We got multiple people, both CBS Sports and oh, NFL. Oh, no. The first one coming this week. They're saying that the Saints are taking it away from them, man. They say there's going to be an interception in this one with C.J. Stroud's name on it. Saints got good defense. Yeah. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, nothing to play with on the, uh, on the outside there. Uh, okay. I mean, it's got to happen at some point. And we saw what the Saints did to Mac Jones and the New England Patriots last week. I don't know if that's a function of how good – no, the Saints defense is, or just how poor the Patriots offense is at this point. You know what my response is, right? Yeah, how bad the Patriots yes. offense is. Yes, the answer yeah. is yes. The answer is yes, um, yes. But <laughs> can I go back to you reading Jam- uh, Jamar Chase's outstanding stat line mm-hmm. from last week where yeah. he had 15 catches for 1,017 yards? <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> from the 214, CD better do the same. Could you see something like that occurring where like CD has kind mm. of, maybe not audibly, but kind of, you know, physically visually express his displeasure? Could I you think, see them maybe saying, all right, you know what? Let's, let's you know, correct and reverse course and maybe get you a little bit more involved. I think there will be a concerted effort in the first couple of drives to get number 88 the football. Bold prediction. Hunter Yardo. From CD Lamb? From CD. Against the Chargers. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Like I said, I think there's going to be a real concerted effort to get him the football early and often, to get him rhythmically into the football game not just from a mental standpoint, but this offense is better when CeeDee Lamb is involved in being the focal point at the receiver position. So, no, I like that that prediction that he'll go for over 100. And I'll throw in a touchdown in there, too. Oh, okay, look. You yeah. got, a, you got a, a biscuit on the side. Yeah, why not, man? Hell, they need it <laughs> at this point. My goodness. Um, yeah, 214. Yeah, the Saints defense is, is, is good. Um, yeah, see, I could see C.J. Stroud throwing his first. Wait, from nine oh one with who at quarterback? We're gonna pretend like Dak not, Prescott is not thrown. We're not doing this to C.D. Lamb and had him have a hundred yard. Res- like, come on, man. Are, what? We're not doing this. Are you gonna act like C.D. Lamb hasn't had hundred yard performances before? Yeah, we're not is, doing this. Is that what you're trying to do? On, I just want to. I just want to be clear. Yeah. That's what you're trying to do. Anyways, uh, those are some bold predictions for week six of NFL football. All right, right here on the Gear Right. Looking forward to that action. This week, of course, again, capped off on Monday Night Football with the Cowboys taking on the Chargers. Hold on. 
Oh. We got to slide one more in here. Someone got in right under the gun from the 2 and 4 okay. bold prediction. Bill Belichick gets fired when the Pats get shut out. I cannot imagine Bill Belichick suffering the indignity of getting fired in the middle of the season. That would be truly bold. I could not see Robert Kraft firing him on the tarmac. Like, hey, Bill, don't even worry about it this week. The old Lane Kiffin approach, I see. That's still one of the funniest college football Hilarious. stories of all time. Speaking of college football. Carter Freeman joins us next on the Get Right. It's the Get Right with Reggie KG right here on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. A little Janet on a Friday night. Man, it's always a good time when Janet's on, for sure. Ross and Chris holding it down for you. Y'all been cooking tonight. Uh, what's your, your returns and whatnot, man? You had a little Anderson Pac during one of our beds earlier in the show, too. Y'all been cooking tonight. Uh, appreciate y'all joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. Also appreciate Jeremy Bittner, who I've shouted out a couple times tonight on the YouTube. Says he's listening, uh, big sports fan, listening, uh, watching on Twitch and YouTube and from Houston. I oh, appreciate that, man. So shout out to you hanging out with us. Live on Twitch and on YouTube. Right now we are joined live in our DFWsecurity.com studios where we are. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Joined by... Our video producer, social media, fantasy football commissioner from 105 through the fan. Does a terrific job with all of our videos, YouTube, everything. Especially the YouTube shorts and stuff. That oh, man. Folks, folks you make a basket look like a real star out here with these YouTube shorts, man. I'm glad everybody enjoys those because those are so much fun to make. Yeah. That just I sit back there laughing as, you know, all the silly things that Basic <laughs> and KNC and G-Bag do. That I'm, just, I'm glad everybody else enjoys it, too, because I have a ton of fun making them. Carter Freeman joining us here on the Get Right. You can find him on Twitter at CFree1053. Noted Oklahoma Sooner. All right. We need to do this for Carter. ISO! ISO! 
I spent one full calendar year hearing nothing but 49-0. Okay? So let me enjoy this. I saw old Xavier Worthy getting a little butt hurt on, I don't know, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever the app was, about Danny Stutzman and Brent Venables posing in their shirt where it says they know uh, two things, that Oklahoma only fears God and that Texas fears Oklahoma. <laughs> and you know what? By God, we beat them. We heard nothing but 49 to nothing for an entire year. Let us have this, okay? Last year, you could see pieces of what Venables could build, right? It clearly wasn't there. I suffered through it. This year, that Texas win, vindication. Like, I don't know if we're going to go undefeated and go to the playoff in the Big 12, anything like that. But you can see the proof of concept is clear and what this team proof can be. Proof of concept, be gosh darn it. Please, Carter. With, teams that, with a team that is locked in for 60 minutes. That's the biggest, that's what I've been telling everybody. This team cares 60 full minutes of the game. And that makes such a big difference compared to what you saw last year. So, I'll puff my chest out a little bit. Praise my guy Dylan Gabriel with that hero stuff. Nails, there at the end of the game. incredible drive. Nails on that final drive, man. And Nick Anderson, the guy who caught the touchdown uh, right at the end of the game, he has like 11 catches on the year. Six of them for touchdowns. The other five went for first downs. It's some crazy set like that. All that kid does is just move the ball. Like it's awesome. I was just so impressed by his demeanor in that final drive. Like Gabriel just calmly took them down the field, like it was clockwork. Yeah, I was and- just like, okay. Go ahead and go win the football game. You know what I was more impressed by? Like, not that Dylan Gabriel didn't, you know, show off in that game. The physicality of Oklahoma's defense and and offensive line show. Because I, and look, I know you don't want to hear it. I really did praise Texas being like, this is the first time I've seen Texas' offensive line and defensive line play in such a, you know, you know, big, strong way in a yeah, long time. They earned it. And they got big boyed by Oklahoma. And I was like, oh, okay, my bad. I told I was her, unfamiliar with your game. I told everyone <laughs> it was going to be a much more even game than I think a lot of people. I, our guy Larry, part-time producer, told me Texas was going to win by 14. I said it's going to be a lot closer <laughs> than that. I told him it would be a three-point game. And I was wrong. It was a four-point Oklahoma win. Oh, look at that. <laughs> well, hopefully, I, am, I imagine that we're going to see that one again. Yeah, I want to see the rematch. Yeah. So until, until we get there, let's talk a little bit about foot, college football this week as we're pretty much halfway through this season. Yeah. Uh, how do we want to take this? Do we want to just go right for uh, the, the, you know, the stake in this one, which is yeah. Oregon, Washington? Oregon, Washington. Yeah. That's well, the one that matters this week. You know, it's, it's what, first, what fascinates you here? Well, it's the first time that this has ever been a top 10 matchup. Washington's seven, Oregon is six. And this game has been played since what? The Civil War was going on, so like it's been gone, it's been around forever, and it's just crazy to me that neither of these teams were this good at this, or at least you know this highly ranked at the same time. Mm-hmm. But this is my favorite stat. I was reading about this before I hopped on. Washington's top three receivers: Romo Dunze, Jalen Polk, Jalen McMillan. I think all three of them are going to be top fifty draft picks. Oh, Dunze is going to be a first rounder. This 100%. is a, the crazy stat. There's this, and this is from ESPN. I'll give them their their flowers here. Washington's star trio averages 13.3 yards per target. (laughs) And then per catch, the three of them have 78 catches for 1,378 yards. That is 18 yards a catch. All they do is stretch the field. And if you try and, you know, cover the three of them, their running game will just keep moving the ball. Like that, that's the crazy thing about Washington is like, and that's this, this game is kind of Oregon is much more like, Method, me, yeah, methodical, like they'll mm-hmm. move the ball slower. Bo Nix likes a lot of those shorter passes. Washington's just going to air the ball out. Can the Cowboys run that offense? 13 yards per target? Per target. 
Yes. Is that good? And they catch most of them. Dak would kill for that right now. <laughs> Cowboys would kill for that right now. Um, but obviously, this is uh, going to go a long way. This is not just a massive Pac-12 matchup, but obviously, as we start to look forward with, you know, the college football playoff rankings coming, you know, here in the next few weeks, like this is a game that's going to tell us a lot about what these two teams could look like possibly as we get to our college football playoff time here. Yeah, I think the winner is the has the inside track to win the Pac-12 and probably go to the playoff. I mean, the, the Pac-12 this year in its final year of kind of what we know it is probably it could this could be its best year ever. Like it is the best note to possibly send it out on. Yeah. Because not only are these two teams in the top ten, USC I think is they might be number ten. Mm-hmm. They're, they're around there. It's mm-hmm. funny they they're six and zero, but they've dropped in the rankings the last three weeks because their defense has been so suspect. They so barely got past Arizona. Did you, right. did you see what the graphic on ESPN said tonight talking about their defense? I missed it. It was uh, University of Swiss Cheese. Mm. USC. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know I, Carter's loving that. Yeah, he enjoying the hell I, I, that, <laughs> I, I did take some satisfaction in that. But they're a top 10 team. You've got Oregon State, UCLA, Washington State. All of them are ranked. Colorado's been ranked this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington's uh, like eight teams in the Pac-12 are ranked right now. So it's it is such a good year to send it off on, which a lot of the years that means that the teams are just going to eat each other alive and they're going to have too many losses to make the playoff. But the top teams this year are that good. Like there's an article on ESPN right now that I was reading earlier that is about how many uh, NFL, how much NFL talent's going to be on the field mm-hmm. uh, for this game. And it, the amount of P, uh, players they think are going to be drafted are akin with a lot of the playoff teams we've seen over the last nine years. So fireworks, man. I'm, I'm excited. Speaking of the Pac-12, let's just to let you know, we're talking yeah. to our friend Carter Freeman. Mm-hmm. He does all the video stuff right here on 105 Through the Fan and is the most tapped in college football guy that we have on this station. 100%. It happens when you're a single father and none. You know, you got a lot of time. <laughs> I, I never like that. heard that, that one before. That's, that's good. I that's stole hilarious. that from Mike Gollick Jr. I just want that to be known. I did not come up with that. Gojo. <laughs> Look, Gojo's a good person to steal from every, if you can. Uh, the number 10 USC Trojans at the number 21 Fighting Irish this weekend. Speaking hey, of. Man. Yeah. What's up with this whole Sam Hartman thing in, at Notre Dame? I've heard that, like, mom TikTok, whatever that is, apparently have discovered Sam Hartman, and they like it. Okay. They like that, it a lot. Then I along with RJ Choppy, because I know Choppy loves him some Zaddy Hartman, I think is what he calls Is them. that what he – Yes. He would say that. Of course he would. Yeah. But the, the thing with Sam Hartman is he's been great this year. Like, they very they should have beaten Ohio State. That game makes me mad thinking about it. Yeah. That they lost because they didn't have enough defenders on I'm the field. I'm waiting for the Ohio State <laughs> thing to happen. <laughs> My disdain. Because it's going to happen. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. My disdain for Ryan Day is like growing by the day because <laughs> he was so mad. Beefing with Lou Holtz. I am shocked that Lou Holtz would say something biased about Notre Dame. That is insane. You know, who who could have seen that coming? Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> with this game here, Hartman's been very good this year. He was good against pretty much everybody but Louisville. And the fun the funny thing is, last year he went he took a top ten Wake Forest team into Louisville and lost. So he's been a top 10 team two years in a row and lost at Louisville. Oh, so we should have saw that coming. Okay. Yes. Got it. And I have a friend who, uh, my old roommate is uh, from Louisville. So, but he went to OU. So uh, last Saturday was just like his best day ever. But Hartman's been great this year. Notre Dame on the whole has been great this year. I thought this could be their year. Like I really did think that, you know, they actually focused on getting a quarterback. That's not, I don't know, Ian book or Ty <laughs> Buckner. Like they actually have someone who's with all due respect to Ian book. Yeah. No, I'm just uh, I'll, I'll take shots at him. He'll, he'll never hear this. <laughs> Sam Hartman's great. The running game is great. The defense is solid. I don't know if this is the week that they're going to get back on track though, because it, they're playing Caleb Williams. And I saw yeah. him firsthand as a, when he was a true freshman at OU doing all the crazy stuff that he did and he's only gotten better since then but 
Notre Dame is going to get back on track. I just don't think it's this week. I know USC is probably going to get Zachariah Branch. They're like crazy good uh, receiver back, and I just it's going to be too much. Big 12 action this week. You got Iowa State at Cincinnati on FS1. You got Gross. Kansas at Oklahoma State. Rez knows a little something about that. All right. Uh, BYU at TCU at 2.30 uh, at Amage Carter Stadium. And Reg's K-State Wildcats go take on Joey McGuire and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Yeah, you want to tell me about K-State? What's going on there? About, this uh, is this a weird thing. Oklahoma well, State, well, to begin- Oklahoma State <laughs> sucks, too. I know. I know. Well, K- <laughs> K-State. Well, one, you lost one of like a generational player when it comes to your program in Deuce Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I mean, uh, Giddens is a solid running back. Like, in fact, one of the better ones in the nation, in my estimation. Problem is, their best wide receiver is their tight end. Um, and so that doesn't really bode all that well, mm-hmm. considering. And the tight end isn't bad, but it's, it's not an incredible uh, situation for you when you don't have a unit that's, you know, top notch. You have an offense that is solid and a quarterback who last year, Will Howard, looked really, really good. This year, he looks good. Yeah. And so that that step back is not something that you want, especially when you have a a clear difference in defense as well. You're not you're not good in the secondary or not as good as you would need to be. And you're not getting a ton of pressure up front. Like it's just all kind of taking a little bit of a step back. And so the idea that you were going to be in with K-State, the third best team in this Big 12 really slips back. When you when you have that, all those things happen, and now you're playing tight games uh, with the likes of Oklahoma State, well, losing Oklahoma State and playing tight games and losing Missouri. Right. I feel, and just on the subject of Will Howard, I feel, yeah, I know KG's just probably love that. We're going to give Kentucky that ass whooping this weekend. We got some revenge on our mind after what happened I'm to us last week. Sure I, I, know, I, I, I got Mizzou in that one. I do think Mizzou I thank is, you, Carter. is better. Thank you, Carter. Thank you. Look, man. That. Full disrespect to Will Chambers and the Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> Bro. Kentucky likes mucking up a game. And while you cannot do that with the likes of Georgia, Georgia, I think you can do that with the likes of Missouri. Two years ago, I got burned by picking uh, Devin Leary and North Carolina State to go to the playoff. And Fair now that he's in Kentucky, I'm just, I'm not. To I, do what? I, t- I picked North Carolina State. I thought that 2021, I was like, this is my bold pick. North Carolina State, this is their year. They're going to put it together. To go to the college football playoff? Mm-hmm. Oh, you was on something that day, Carter. Yeah. What was you doing that day? Well, this year I picked Washington and Penn State, so I just decided to double down. Well, that, that looks a lot better this year. This year I feel, I'm feeling a lot better. And my friend Jamie, I hope you're listening. Uh, he has been dogging me about Washington the entire year, and I'm just like, I've been so. Well, they right. got a quarterback that's been in college for 15 years, and at this point, it's like, man, I thought Michael Penix has been out of school at this point. And three, three possible Sunday player wide receivers, and <laughs> two Sunday uh, tackles too. Like the, both their tackles are going to get drafted. They're, I think, is their left tackle for Washington is going to be a top 20 pick this upcoming draft. Which quarterback spent more years in school, Bo Nix or Michael Penix Jr. At this point? Oh, it's definitely Bo Nix. What are you doing? No, I think it's Penix <laughs> because it. Penix has been hurt. Oh, I think geez. this is his sixth year. He's been hurt three of them. His first healthy season, he had Indiana ranked at the end of the season. When has that ever happened? <laughs> and his last year, he's healthy for the first full season in his career. And Washington goes 11 and 2. And this year, he's healthy again. <laughs> Washington's kicking butt. Like, he's, I don't know how it'll translate to the next level. Yeah. But this year in college, it is so entertaining. <laughs> I just feel like both of these quarterbacks have been in college forever. They are both at this point 23 years of age. What? I didn't realize Bo Nix was that old. Love college football, man. Because Bo Nix was there been the, in the league for the kick forever. Six. Remember the pictures of him at the kick six yes! a decade ago? Yes. Yeah. Jeez, man. Auburn legend. Auburn. <laughs> Bo Nix. Boseph Nix. I bet they miss him. <laughs> Auburn's quarterbacks suck. Auburn's so bad. Any other games that intrigue you this week? Uh, 
I think it's uh, I gotta go with Wyoming and Air Force. I know I'm getting a little sicko on y'all here. Did they beat you're Fresno not wrong, State though. last week though? Wyoming did. Yeah. Yes. Going into Laramie is a very hard place to play, but Air Force uh, they actually have a little bit of a passing game, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird for uh, a the service, service academy. academy. The yes. one pass? Yes. In a pa- in an well, academy? to be fair, wow. If there was gonna be one that did it, I'd imagine it's Air Force, right? Yes. You know, touche. And, yeah. Touche. I see what you did. There. Terrible joke. Don't applaud. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing I saw on Twitter about Air Force is they because they're they're crushing the teams they're playing too they're five and oh and they're like they're like a snake digesting its prey with how they like run the ball mm-hmm. but every big gulp is like the 60 yard bomb that they throw <laughs> the I, two I, times they throw it a game yes but they <laughs> both go for like 60 or 50 <laughs> yards for a touchdown and the tough part about playing a, a, a service academy every time is just you're not used to playing that style so you haven't like your defense has five not yards had a cloud of dust baby practice mm-hmm. against that so you just got a week of just trying to quickly cram for this session that they have been spending their whole lives yes. <laughs> preparing for that's why it's so much fun because you, you know exactly what's going to happen but watching it happen well unless you're playing them because when OU played army a couple years ago that game went overtime i remember that, that was misery but watching them play somebody else because my dad and i go to the armed forces bowl every year here in fort worth oh, okay and a lot of the time the service academies will play in it it is just so crazy to watch them go up against such better talent and beat them like mizzou a couple years ago <laughs> don't remind me that, that was a perfect Do not remind me. thank Look, you very much i was happy about mizzou earlier and i gotta uh, take a little shot i out love of here. it i got it all right carter freeman good enough to join us here on the get right a big weekend of college football action highlighted by Washington, Oregon, Pac-12 supremacy on the line as far as the college football playoff is concerned as well. 7 nothing in uh, at Folsom Field between the Colorado Buffaloes and the Stanford Cardinal as uh, Colorado looking to go to 5-2 and two on the season. Um, what you got? No, sorry. It just looked like Colorado might have fumbled, but they're good. Oh. They're good. Uh, coming up next here, we're going to go inside the gray area. Where when a husband defends his wife's honor, even uh, though still doing this. they haven't called each other that in seven years. Next on the Get Right. So Get Right, we're Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What up? Ross Levinsky holding it down for here. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The truckwreck.com text line, 877 877-81-1053, 877-81-1053. 105.3, if you want to get in on the conversation coming up at the top of the hour, get you caught up in the latest headlines on this Friday night to so get you ready for a massive weekend in the NFL, college football, and, of course, your Texas Rangers playing in the American League Championship Series beginning on Sunday night here on your home of the Texas Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. At Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Edatula, if you want to get at us on Twitter. Uh, as we get you ready for, as I mentioned, a big weekend in action and also um, at the top of the hour headlines. And then at 1020, five questions that will define the NBA season. Uh, looking forward to that. As a week from tonight, the Mavericks will play their one and only home preseason game at the America Airlines Center when they take on the... A week from tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I can't even beat her, can I? The answer is no. No. No, I cannot. Uh, by the way, the uh, Lakers and the Warriors playing tonight on uh, ESPN. If you're interested in a little NBA action, ESPN two, ESPN two. I was like, we looking at ESPN yeah, where Colorado scoring a touchdown right now. Uh, shout out to Travis Hunter. He's back from that lacerated liver. Uh, just scored a 24 yard touchdown uh, reception there. Um, so we'll keep you up to date on there. It's about to be 14 nothing, depending on the extra point in Colorado. Uh, but let's go inside the gray area where, of course, there is no gray area here on the Get Right. 
and uh, <laughs> from the 214, we're talking about Scotty Pippen. No, we are not talking about Scotty and Larsa Pippen. We don't have time for that foolishness tonight. Um, but we will get to someone here in just a moment. Uh, when it comes to, I was triggered today. Triggered, you say? I, I yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm a husband and a father. You know, I'll be celebrating ten years of marriage uh, next year. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. And um, I saw something today that we'll get to here in just a moment uh, that just kind of bothered me a little bit. Uh, but before I get there, uh, shout out to the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, they blew out the New York Liberty in Game Two of the uh, WNBA Finals. Yep. Um, unfortunately, though. The Aces' uh, game two blowout win was the finals' least watched game since 2020. That's tough. Uh, averaging 626,000 viewers on ESPN. But the series' first two games have combined for 680,000 uh, viewers on average, which is the most um, for an NBA, WNBA finals through game two in 20 years. What day was it again? So game one was on Sunday. Game two was on Wednesday. That's weird. What, what was happening Wednesday that made? Because it did feel to me like, okay, there's a lot of things happening. But I'm trying to recall exactly what was happening on Wednesday that made it feel like that. Or maybe, And it's tough because we have a, a unique position where it always makes it feel like that because we're at work. Like That's we're right. on air. Mm-hmm. And so, the, but yeah, I, I wonder, it, it, was, it the, was it the game itself? That changed the way that it was viewed, or maybe yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, the MLB postseason action. You definitely uh, had some postseason games going on on Wednesday, but you you can see the strategy that they're trying to come up with. Like, look, we try to try to find a time in between some of these NFL games. Uh, well, also let's play on Wednesday before Thursday night football. Yeah. It's a tough. It's, it's a tough it's, thing it's, about it's their tough, schedule yeah. is you're ending the season in the midst of like well you know the rest of the men's schedule yes. starting up and really mm-hmm. getting going into mm-hmm. you know big things when it, whether it's Football hitting its stride, whether it's basketball starting to gear up, gear up, where it's hockey starting, and then of course MLB postseason. So That's like, right. it, it's 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 a fertile landscape in one way, but also there's a lot of there's a lot of fires burning and eating up the oxygen. <laughs> From the two one four gray area, Steve Smith Senior, Steve Smith Senior, having to explain what ninja uh, <laughs> was code for on live TV. Ace. I forget people can hear me, including Steve Smith Sr., so I don't want to say nothing that he might feel like he has to come talk to me about. However, (laughs) Steve might have been wilding. He might have. Look, I'm trying to – plausible deniability, Uh, KG. uh, Okay, all right. Because if there's one thing that Steve Smith Sr. will do, he'll slap the fire out of you. (laughs) Right, wrong, or indifferent. Yeah, Steve Smith Sr. is nothing to play with. And in this instance, wrong. (laughs) Right. Uh, but this piece of audio uh, got me a little triggered because, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith is on her, you know, tour de force. Here, here you go again. Uh, promoting her new book, uh, Worthy. Oh, is that the name of the book? Because I would have never known. Wow, Reg. Uh, I told you last time, and I'll tell you again. Wow. Everything I know about that couple, <laughs> I have learned against my will. <laughs> well, she's promoting her new book. Um, and this particular moment, now we remember the viral moment of Will Smith slapping the hell out of Chris Who Rock. Who could forget? Yeah. It happened. Everybody was talking about it on social media. All the late night shows made jokes. Comedians decided to uh, put it in all of their specials for the next year. Like, we all have done a lot of reckoning with that moment. Well, here is Jada Pinkett Smith explaining 
for her why it was so confusing in that moment that her husband would defend her honor. Take a listen. I did that eye roll not so much for me, and I think this is really important, but the fact that there could be a jab at alopecia. Will then went on a profane tirade warning Chris not to mention his wife's name. Jada couldn't believe what she was hearing. What is going on? Now, first of all, I'm really shocked because, mind you, I'm not there. We haven't called each other husband and wife yeah. in a long time. But I'm like, what is going on I right keep now? my wife's, wife's name. name out of your yes. mouth, yes. right? And I'm yes. like, but now I'm really worried for Will because I don't know what's going mm -hmm. on. What viewers did not see at the time while Oscar clips were being shown was Chris Rock leaning over the stage to talk to Jada. And Chris looks to me and he says, Jada, I meant you, I meant no harm. Now, I, I'm just out of it because I'm yeah. really worried about and Will. And what's Will doing? He's just sitting there? And Will's still talking. He's like, oh. he's still, because now he's mad because Chris is talking to me. And I go, Chris, this is about some old sh that's all I could think to say, yeah. right? And I couldn't really take in his apology. How unusual for Will, a guy who, I mean, on that kind of stage to do something so insane. Absolutely. It's totally it's out of character. It's not him whatsoever. Uh, and that was her speaking with uh, Hodakami of uh, the Today Show um, as part of her interview. And that moment, okay, so first of all, obviously the moment was extremely viral when it happened. Yes. But as a husband, I, you know, I'm going to put Will Smith at the top of my prayer list. Because. Not the very top. Because for you this got man. got a whole wife and child. Well, I mean. You started the sentence with as a husband. Exactly. Um, because for that man to embarrass himself on national television. Now, again, I don't condone the violence. What he did, he, he was tripping. Will Smith was tripping. Come on. But at the same time. Why are you confused? Even if y'all going through something, I'm not going to let some comedian out here put my wife's name in his mouth and talk about her like that on national television. Somebody got to come see me. And Will Smith, however ridiculous it was, decided to ensure that Chris Rock was not going to have his jokes and his laughs at the expense even of his estranged wife at the time. And I just felt like, this man had to be living through hell the last seven years having to deal with all this. She done went through an entanglement all with right. some, you know, 15-year-old. Never mind. Uh, with some rapper. Don't do that. Uh, Don't do that. It looked like he's like 15 in the face. August Alcina looked like he's 15 in the face. Okay. All right. Um, who, who else would you like to slander in this segment, KG? <laughs> that's all I got. That's, okay, fantastic. That's all I got. Because Will, that's been the overarching, like, sentiment over the last few days. It's like... Will Smith's been going through hell the last seven years with all of this, trying to figure out what in the world is he supposed to do with somebody who was out here confused as to why he would have the decency to defend his wife on a national stage. I just feel bad for him as a husband. Um, That's, that's my thought. Sure. I don't like, I honestly, again, learned enough about <laughs> that, uh, that relationship through various memes. Um, and just look, man, they clearly have one of those relationships. Oh, boy. What relationship? That relationship. That relationship. Right? <laughs> like, I, I, and I don't know how to speak on those because, like, look, man, those uh, the parameters of those things are all kinds of wonky. 
the way that they only they understand the ways that those things and I so I'm not going to then use my own uh, framework of relationships to try and understand that one. No, sirree, Bob. Right. I think that a lot of times we can get in trouble in various situations by like projecting our own. I agree with that. I agree with that. What's happening over there? Yes. And my God, I know my framework don't work over there. Mine either. I'm certain. (laughs) Because I look at the the parts of my relationship and I just think, what in the world, like what I do in that situation, if my wife was being publicly talked about, even if it was at, you know, in a joking manner. And Will Smith felt like in that moment he had to, even if he was his estranged wife, uh, defend her in such a way. But for her to just, you know, basically dismiss it as like i don't know what the hell he was doing i don't know why he would say that about me what i ooh, toxic I just, toxic i hope mama. those book sales go well uh the way that she's promoting this book right now which is interesting because i know some people that have actually read will smith will smith's uh book which yes he has he had a book he, yes, that he, he put did. out before as well that's right um that some of this stuff well obviously not the slap because you know hey but uh, some of the stuff has kind of been detailed before, and I guess we just didn't pay attention to it. And again, I was not looking for it. But um, <laughs> it, has been brought, it has been brought to the fore. Uh, from the 214, if Toxic had a voice, damn. Damn. And yes, I get it, 972. It was Chris Rock thought it was a joke. Will Smith did not think it was a joke. Not at all. Uh, to the point where he. And you know what? I, you you can recognize it's a joke if it ain't funny. Sometimes things don't land in the right the right way. Yeah, because there wasn't really anybody laughing except Chris Rock at that point. Oh yeah, that's that's something that I don't think we talk about enough. It was a bad joke. It was horrendous. It wasn't joke. a good joke. Like <laughs> I think that's one of the tough things about it is like, hey man, if you gonna say something that's a little bit crazy, and I'm not trying to like determine the scale of crazy. I yeah. think you understand what I'm doing here though. I mean, the 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 key point is to be funny. And yes. he did not accomplish that. No, not so. at all. Not at all. Um, but yeah, y'all, y'all pray for Will Smith. All right, 214, what are you doing? Because he he going through it. <laughs> really, 214? Might as well say uh, Pac would have slapped Chris, too. Wow. Yeah. But Pac had, Pac had his own things. Oh, man, she did an interview, apparently, that's going to be coming out on a new episode of oh my uh, God. The All the Smoke podcast. I'm not going to get into all the details. Please, Jada, leave me alone. But she goes into detail about her relationship with Tupac and the fact that while he was in prison at the time, he proposed to her to get married while he was in prison. She's trying to get on her Erica Badu. That's what's happening. She's like, I got I got bona fides. I need y'all to understand. Y'all need to know how deep this was between me and Pac. Yeah, that, that's wild, man. Tupac having an interesting year, huh? That's inside the gray area <laughs> here on the get right. Poor man that's no longer with us. Rest Ooh, in peace. Boy, name, name keep coming up, huh? And a, <laughs> Coming up next is your headlines at the top of the hour. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 